0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cantina MX Football Podcast, episode 358. We have been waiting for this moment for four years, and it's finally here. World Cup kicks off on Sunday, Qatar vs Ecuador. But before we go into that, we want to talk about, obviously, today's game between Sweden and Mexico. uh, Their last friendly before the World Cup. And obviously, the controversial list of 26 men that Tata Martino is taking... And then we're going to go into our predictions for the group stages, all of the groups. But before I go any further, let me welcome my good friend, Joel. Joel, how are we doing tonight?
1: i are doing good. I mean, I got to catch some of that Mexico versus Sweden game. I'm not. <laughs> hey, it was an improvement considering the last two games were 3-0 defeats. At least they... If- At least they managed to score one on the Swedes.
0: Oh, you're talking about uh, just their record against Sweden?
1: Yeah, their last two games are 3 0 defeats. So, you know.
0: Yeah, honestly, I think people are overreacting with this, with these results. You got to keep in mind that we're four days from a World Cup. The coach is not going to give his actual final starting 11 for this match. He's going to he's going to do half get a little preview and then take off some players and then make substitutions. So, it was just like a little glimpse of what the Mexican national team might look like the the final form uh for Tuesday, but I wouldn't start, you know, saying that the world's falling and you know, the world's going to end. It's 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 not that serious. Well,
1: and, and that's the that's the whole thing with Friendly games, Um, not just friendly games. Even the World Cup qualifying process, it doesn't always going to predicate. I don't think that's the word, but it's not always going to like give you like a a fair. um, God damn, I'm out of words. I'm saying you could do you could do really good on the World Cup qualifying. You could kick ass in in all the friendlies leading up to it. Then you get to the tournament and you can bomb uh, and so like we've seen it before Colombia going into the 94 World Cup they were regarded as one of the favorites to win it that's a Colombia team that had destroyed Argentina and Buenos Aires four zero or five zero wow. I can't remember they were they were one goal away from eliminating them right? they had scored one more goal um Argentina wouldn't have because Argentina had to qualify to repechaje they were not to play Australia that's crazy. Yeah, and and then um, and then Colombia gets to the '94 World Cup and fails to make it out of the group stage, loses to host the U.S., mm-hmm. which was like if you compare the players, the team, dude, night and day. You know, Colombia had like a beast. You know, it had just one a really fun squad to watch, extremely talented players, um, and they, they couldn't make it. Uh, Argentina when Bielsa was. Uh, you know, ahead of that team, it was just insane. Now that Argentina team was stacked and another team that failed to make it out of group stage. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's hard to predict sometimes. Yeah. And, and if you put too much stock in friendlies or whatnot, it's like, uh, I I guess it's just based because we're watching it and that's why we're thinking, okay, that, you know, we see it kind of linear, a leads to B B B. Yeah. So it's like they can't beat this team and they, they're not gonna be able to do this. But it's 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 like that that old saying, dude, each each tournament, each cup, it's its own thing.
0: Yeah, there's like a flip that switches as soon as the <clears throat> the referee blows the whistle and the World Cup kicks off. It's a the level and the intensity just it's a flip. It's a switch. And I mean, you don't even have to go that far. You can look at 2014, us qualifying, thanks to uh, you know Susie, and and getting into the And and everybody thought that that Mexico was going to go into the World Cup and do fuck all, and they end up having a really good run with you know getting a, a draw against Brazil and and all that and 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 also, beating Croatia and beating Croatia after they talk so much yeah. shit. And then, they, beat
1: Croatia? they beat Croatia and Cameroon. Yeah. And, and well, this is the big thing. People, people may not give that much credit to that, but that's one of the best runs for Seleccion as far as group stage, um, seven points, um, tying the host and the host being Brazil. That's massive. And then, Max, if we look at the results against African teams, they've always struggled. So the fact that they got they got yeah. that win over Cameroon was was pretty big as well. And
0: we should have won that group because we had a couple of goals disallowed against Cameroon. Against yeah, we should have won that group actually. Um, one thing I want to say for those that are kind of like hungry and and want to know a little bit more about where you know the history of the Mexican national team, if you have Vix Plus, there's a show called uh, Al Grito de Guerra, and it's a quick six episode sort of you know going over the history of mexico and and their runs in the world cup and Coil like before i watched this you know i was on that oh we can't get past the four you know the round of 16 and yeah. and woe is me oh, dude shit was rough before the 90s <laughs> on.
1: shit was you know, rough I've been, <laughs> I've, I've been telling i've been telling you guys man, i've, I've been i've been singing that tune Because, and I see, especially there, I think there's younger, newer, tricolor fans, and they, they, it's funny when they call it the Dark Times, and I'm like, you're calling this the Dark Times? like, I'm almost like a Bane from Batman.
0: Yeah, dude, so like, obviously (laughs) they they hosted it in 70, and they got to the quarters, and then... I want to say what in seventy four they didn't qualify or 78? They did not
1: qualify in yeah. no, seventy four. They got eliminated. Uh, I don't know if it was host. I think their last game was against Haiti, but you went back then. The the qualifiers used to be hosted in one country. It oh, wasn't I didn't know that. like it is now. Yeah, it's not like it is now where it's it's the whole home and home and
0: yeah.
1: Be, before they kind of almost like a tournament, and so they'll go to Honduras or El Salvador. So Mexico got to host it. So they didn't make it in 74, yeah. in 78. They hosted the tournament. So they played every game at Azteca. You and mean, uh, you
0: no, 78 was in? um
1: In Argentina, but I'm saying they're hosting the World Cup qualifying.
0: Oh, okay, 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 okay.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to bring it back around because they – they dominated, and then they
0: they go to Argentina. And yeah, I think they lost every they game. All, they lost every game. Oh, and that was Hugo Sanchez's first World Cup, and he was pretty young. He was only twenty years old in '78, and then in '82 they made they don't qualify. And um, Hugo Sanchez, yeah, this
1: was in, in, Hugo Sanchez in America, out. They did, yeah, they two. It was in Central America. The tournament was hosted. Um, I don't know if it was El Salvador or Honduras. Uh, but yeah, they. Yeah,
0: and then you go. Man. Then in '86, you 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 uh you hosted again, and and Hugo's in there, and then yeah.
1: it, and then in uh in. 19- quinto partido? Wait, wait, it oh. must be said. Quinto partido.
0: Quinto partido.
1: They get they get to the quinto partido there. Yeah
0: and then, oh and there was a controversial I don't know if it was that one where they didn't take um flacotena because of his shoes.
1: Oh contract? Yeah it's a contract with who who did he have Puma or I think he had Pony
0: or something like that. Pony
1: <laughs> Pony Yeah it was creepy like some of the brands because the nineteen seventy eight kit for Mexico is Levi's.
0: That's crazy.
1: So you look at the jersey, you you can see the little little red. It's like little red tag, and it says Levi's. Yeah,
0: and uh, so you have that where like Mexico like would make like they would go to quarterfinals and then they wouldn't qualify, and then they would go to the World Cup and then get like you know destroyed. Then they wouldn't qualify again. Then they go to the quarters again, and then in nineteen ninety when Hugo Sanchez was at his peak. You know, uh, they there's they, a
1: couple guys at their peak actually. Yeah,
0: but yeah, and they got a uh, obviously banned for cachirules, so they didn't get to go to the 1990 World Cup. And then everybody says like they had taken the lessons from '86 and they were ready to like they had squad for '90.
1: They did, and just the whole whoever was running the youth program. I think they they messed up because they wanted, not the youth program, but the the youth team. I think it was for the Olympics. And I'm not sure if they just wanted to promote some players, like use that to give them more experience or to give them like, you know, be able to sell them. Like, because I don't think it was needed, but it just talks about how bad kind of the, the federacion was run. And even then, like, the punishment, FIFA, not FIFA, CONCACAF, they just booted the team from the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And so the federacion was like, oh, the fuck you are, you know? Cañedo's <laughs> vice president, we're taking this to FIFA. and And then when they took the case to FIFA, Like, hey, look, we got caught. We got caught cheating. (laughs) People was like, they, they imposed that harsh ban. So it's like Mexico shot itself on the foot.
0: Yeah. And, you know, missed out on that. So, what I'm trying to say to all the listeners that are young and maybe they've only seen a couple of World Cups from Mexico and, oh my God, it's the same thing. And it's like, yo, at least we get to go to the World Cup. Like, not everybody can say that they consistently go to the world cup and then even from there get out of the group stage like not even world champions can say that so mexico has this like weird streak going on and it's like as frustrating as it is it's very impressive to consistently make round of 16 stage. <clears throat> yeah i mean that
1: group stage right right it is um Especially the groups that we've been in. It's like France, Germany. Like, come on, dude. Group of death in 94, three, three Euro teams. Um, Italy, which went on to make the final. Norway and Ireland. And that was the group of death. And then Mexico's, they were pretty much the ones that were
0: they. They won that group.
1: To, and they ended up winning it. And they were expected to not make it out of there. Um, so it just kind of shows some of the randomness. Of the, of the World Cup, you know? Uh, but like you were saying, damn, what were you saying? You just said something earlier.
0: Just like consistently getting I, out of the group and.
1: Ah, there, that. I want to talk about how that, not just make it, but to be at the World Cup. So you, you'll see teams that will go 20, 30 years without a World Cup. And then they go and, and then it's three and out.
0: Yeah, and everyone talks shit about the Concacaf region about how oh you know it's <laughs> it's a joke, and um there was actually an article today that came out from uh, is it the Tribune? Um, it was Tuki Lozano. He wrote the article, and it was it was great. It was very inspiring, and you know he talked about his dream about like how he was a kid and he lived like a stone's throw away from Azteca, and and it was his dream to eventually like score a goal there, and he did on his debut. When he was 18 and then he talked about how he had bigger ambitions because he had a kid on the way and he was only 17 when he got his girl pregnant and how he's like oh i'm I'm gonna have to go to europe (laughs) and uh he's had like these dreams and ambitions and then he talked about how how he almost like died when he had that had that um collision with the goalkeeper from trinidad tobago and damn yeah, dude, it was a lot worse than we thought. He, he said his eye exploded and his neck and his spine got fucked up. And and uh, then he talked. Damn, to, dude. Then he talked about the region. He talked about qualifiers and and how they brush it aside. And he says like, yeah, you try to go to sleep when when the the fans have like fireworks and rockets blasting in your hotel like all night. <laughs> and then and they play. They take bands.
1: They take bands to play all night. And then they, right uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, and then they, ha- he says like, then you go all the way to Canada where it's like below zero and it's like the coldest I've ever played in. And it's like, this <laughs> region is <laughs> not <laughs> easy.
1: Well, you know what? And that's the other thing because you could be in Central America and, and you're playing in humid, you know, with the humidity. And then, yeah, you could you travel to Canada <laughs> or even the U S Columbus. And then now you're playing in freezing weather. It's, it's one of the most, the region, I will say the region where it's dynamic. Well no, I wouldn't say dynamic, but like where it's like all, all different like the weathers extremes. and
0: whatnot. Yeah, the extremes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, a lot of them, like like Europe or South America, they're not that far from each other. So yeah. it's not that different. You know Argentina, Uruguay, Peru, I mean not Peru, Paraguay, they're all like stone throws away from each other. So it's and then you we- know it's like Almost playing within their own country, but...
0: And we have altitude. We have altitude as well.
1: Yes. Different. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's one of the things where they've always, like, discredit the region. I think it's mostly discredited because the majority of the countries don't have, like, that big history. Mm -hmm. And then there's all the corruption with Caribbean and Central America that obviously hurts them. But the teams have always been competitive, like pretty competitive. But except they ended they have a few times crashed, so like El Salvador in Spain. They they're one of the teams that went to Spain eighty two was um it was Honduras and El Salvador, and El Salvador got wrecked by Hungry, man. Hungry, a team that was like they were one of the historics early on and then they just disappeared. Mm-hmm. And that was like their last World Cup appearance in '82, and they beat them like I don't know if it's ten or 12-0. Oh shit! Yeah, it was a it was a beatdown, man. It was it was brutal. It was harsh. Else I think the always have recovered, and then and then the Hungarians they didn't recover either. We haven't seen them since. It was uh, ten to one,
0: nineteen
1: eighty-two. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, and then we have that famous player from Hungary, Puskas. Yep. But if you see, like, like Hungary going back, you know, like 50s, 60s, maybe earlier, they were one of the big teams, you know, uh, strong teams that got good results. And then I don't know what the hell happened. They just sort of disappeared.
0: Yeah, so I just wanted to preface that for the listeners. Hey, like, you know, don't get don't get bumped out, man. Like, uh, things could be a lot worse. People would love to be in your shoes where you are right now, especially that salty-ass motherfucker from ESPN Deportes, the guy that talks so much shit, um, Del Valle, dude. That guy talks so much shit on the national team. I don't know if you ever watch uh, ESPN Deportes, but that guy, he always talks about Mexico and how how trash they are. <clears throat> champion,
1: so yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. He was in Jorge Ramos y Subanda. Yep. He won. They had like some contest of like, with like people trying out and he won it. And that's how they brought him in. But oh. I think it's part of his, I think it was part of his like, you know, like, um, who's that guy? Morales, the guy that switched from Cruz Azul to America. Uh huh kind of like him he's kind of like i think that's his thing to rattle up people like just to hate i honestly don't think he hates but i think he just
0: yeah he kind of plays the persona yeah
1: yeah to to antagonize
0: (laughs) yeah and i don't know like look the list came out on two on monday 26 players and Obviously, the big drama, the big dilemma, the thing that people were talking about day and night was about, you know, the striker situation and how Tata just insisted on taking Raul despite the lack of playing time, the injuries, and and just being out of rhythm. And then you have a hot striker going uh, playing for Feyenoord and, and being the top goal scorer in the Europa League. And, and Tata just decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to go with my guy. I'm going to go with my gut, and that's Raul Jimenez. So it was very controversial, and like both... Santi Jimenez and and Diego Linus were asked to fly into Girona just for him to just say all right y'all can leave (laughs) like and they knew ahead of time that they weren't going to make it to the World Cup and they still kind of like showed face but I mean how frustrated how frustrating can it be from a player's perspective to, to to get denied like that like that close to the World Cup and I don't I think
1: more more so for Santi than Linus, because mm-hmm. Linus has been a bust, and, and we even talked about this way back when. When they looked, <laughs> when it looked like he wasn't gonna get much, at Betis. and we talked about how he should just return to America. You know, help. I do think if he would have returned, he could have, he could have helped him win a championship. He's he's. You know, he's shown that in Liga MX, just how good he can be. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I feel like he should have came back. He would have not just got in playing time. He would have been one of the key players. And then he would have made the World Cup. And he would have had a chance to show himself at the world stage. And he could have left again. He could have gone back to Europe if that's what he wanted. Man. Choosing to stay, I think, with no guarantees, and then went to another team with, and then even not playing time, I don't
0: Yeah, I mean you know, a fork in the road, you know, he might have he, he could have gone to Ajax and it would have been a completely different story. Um or he could have waited. He could have waited and stayed at America. At, at the end of the day it, well, it, and, well you know you
1: know what, Jaime, really quick. Yeah. Because that was the big debate. Ajax or or Betis and yeah, Ajax was the better team to go to just because how the Dutch league is, has been for Mexican players. Yep. The majority yep. go and then they end up doing well. Um, but the whole thing of going to Betis was that it would have been easier for him to get an EU passport. And then that the, the vice president of the club flew into Mexico. That's right. To, to talk to him. And they had him as like, you know, they, they were trying to like, build a team and he was going to be one of their main players, but I, I don't know what happened. And I think, I don't know if that guy and the coach,
0: I think the coach got ended. fired.
1: Yeah. But I think also from the directiva, because the directiva could, 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 you know, force the hand of the coach and was like, we didn't bring this guy to, you know, so he could ride in the bench similar to like, uh, Chucky and Napoli, right? Right. It seemed like what's his, what's his name it was gonna erase him. Um. Gattuso. Yeah, it looked like he wanted to erase him, and they were like, "Dude, we just spent fifty million on this guy. The fuck you are? <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Figure it out and get us us to play, and he did. You know, he had to smack him around a bit, like when he sent him home because he didn't have game face going into the training. It was pretty really brilliant.
0: Yeah, on that article that uh that Chuki wrote, he said that Carlo Ancelotti had him, like go over his house, invited his whole family, and how yeah they all had a huge family dinner, and how like Carlo was like a real real stand up guy, and then he got fired, and then his relationship with the Gattuso was like yeah Gattuso like is like hundred miles an hour like a freight train hitting you so. Very interesting to, like, know that, like, how crazy, like, the different styles is for coaching.
1: Yeah, and how it could affect the players. I I really do think had Chucky not gone for that amount, say he was 10, 5, whatever, he would have been just erased.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said, like, uh, his his family went away during COVID and he couldn't get on the plane with them. And he spent, like, three months isolated from from his, you know, his wife and and child and he said that it really messed with him mentally and um it obviously uh, affected his performance on and off the pitch so a lot of things that you know as a fan you might not know what's actually going on behind the scenes you know tecatito corona had that incident where he uh he was asked to like leave the the training camp for the national team to handle some personal business he ended up not going to the uh forgot what tournament it was, but he ended up not going, and everybody thought, "Oh, this guy's not committed, but you just never know what's going on in your personal life. I think he like lost a child or something. I don't know it was it was one of those things, but I'm sure a lot of people have Carlos Vela misunderstood, probably myself included you you don't know what the hell he went through, or ah uh, see
1: hey, apparently you guys are coming. Seeing the light.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I talk so much shit about but, Carlos Vela, but you know what? Maybe maybe I just need to have a little chat with him, you know? A little fireside chat.
1: <clears throat> well, for a lot of these guys, their career as footballers can be very short. And a lot of them, all they know is how to play football. It's not like they went to school. Very few do, but it's not like they went to school. And even if they went, it's like, after like, what, five, ten years, can they you know, switch, switch careers. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of them, a lot of them end up not really knowing what to do or they just, they don't know how to handle, you know, life after football. It's like, well, what do I do now? You know, and when we think about the players, we always think about the main ones, the top, you know, the top famous ones. But there's hundreds and hundreds that are like the the guy on the roster that you're going to forget about. (laughs) <laughs> they didn't make it to the first team. Um, so yeah, for these guys, it's like important if they can like get a good paycheck, that's why a lot of times they'll take it. And if they could cash out, that's why they're gonna do it. You secure your future, you, not just for you, it's your family. You, now they you own your house, maybe you have a little business, whatever it is, you're pretty set.
0: Um, going back to the national team, a couple of issues I have with this that are pretty alarming. Um, number one, we have the second oldest roster in the World Cup. That's a little bit concerning.
1: Wait, wait, what? What age? What age is it?
0: I don't know the average. I just know that it's the second oldest.
1: The do you know, because we could cross-reference it to the to the average age of World Cup champions.
0: Oh, okay.
1: It's between twenty eight and thirty two that's around well, the age.
0: we got old heads uh, like Alfredo Talavera fucking up our average because he's 40.
1: <laughs> and he
0: is the oldest player in the World Cup.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, Italy's not there. Italy always
0: takes me a hito. So it's like, dude, we're like not, pr- like, things that we should not be proud of. No- another thing that concerns me. Uh, this will be Andres Guardado and uh, Ochoa's fifth World Cup. Yeah. So we have the we, have the we have the second the six. We have the second oldest roster. We have two players that are attending their fifth World Cup, <laughs> and Andrés Guardado just became the most capped player in national team history with 178. So, like, wait we,
1: for for Mexico or for, for all national
0: teams for Mexico. All right, he surpassed be, um,
1: Claudio Suarez. Claudio Suarez, like man. But no, it wasn't. He, I think, some other player beat Uh
0: I'm pretty sure he held the record, man. Even more than like B- Ra- Rafa on everything.
1: I guess I'm thinking of like, because I think Llosas was number two in the world.
0: Mm, I don't think so, so, man.
1: Man, let's let's ask. I'm 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 googling it Google. right now. Hold on, hold on. Okay. <laughs> Wait, uh, you're fast. Most
0: cat players, Andres Guardado, one hundred and seventy-eight. is one hundred seventy-eight. Um, as far as like most cat player of there's, all time,
1: there's some dude from Saudi Arabia, I think, or Egypt, went somewhere over there.
0: Uh So Chinan, Malaysia, two hundred nineteen. <laughs> Where that guy come from? <laughs> and uh ronaldo's on that list man ronaldo's number three with 191 and you have this dude named uh batter al matuawa with 196 so andres guardado is one of the oh and he's an active player wow he's still an active player uh the guy from kuwait so ronaldo this guy from kuwait andres Guardalo are the uh only active players on this top 10 list so Andres would have to play like, uh, man, I don't think he'll. I don't think he's gonna break the record, dude. Two hundred nineteen.
1: Man, well, I have not seen this list in a long time, but I remember Claudio was like between one and two for a long time.
0: Wow. Um.
1: So a lot of these guys weren't around. Of course, I'm going way back when Claudio was active. So in the nineties, uh, but it's been twenty. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it, I'm old. It's been like 20 years. So a bunch of these dudes popped out of nowhere, especially this Malaysian guy. Who, who they birthday party played the same team? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know if they're the counting like. Hey, I went
0: to Washington I went to birthday General. parties. Those count as caps, right? <laughs> we had a scrimmage. Against some some kids in el barrio, those that counts, right? That counts as a cap. It's like it's like Romario when he was counting like every goal, right? Every goal. No, that that he...
1: Pelé, dude, that Pelé. That's Pele, dude. That's Pele.
0: Romario too, though. I feel was... like
1: no, he was making the claim that he had the most goals because his are official, and that a lot of Peles were made up, like they what they weren't records.
0: Oh, uh, <clears> that's funny as hell. But anyway, yeah, so
1: this...
0: <laughs> so all this data, right? You have. Old second oldest team, oldest player in the World Cup, five play uh, two players with five World Cups. Are should we be concerned for twenty no. twenty six? Because we're not taking any no. young players, man.
1: No, I'm not concerned. Not even with second oldest. Oldest isn't necessarily bad. Like I said, uh, that's a lot of experience right there. Um. So that's that that could play in your favor. I think it's between twenty eight and thirty-two about give or take. And I think that's that's about the average age of the, of the three. So it's it's a pretty good age. I, I do think there's enough young talented players. I'm not worried for next next cycle. I just think that, that just didn't wasn't concerned with that. But like if you say okay, we're starting the cycle for next World Cup, I wouldn't say oh Mexico is lost or doesn't have a strong enough squad, I bet
0: they could put one fairly easy. I think the issue is like, you know, Tata obviously tried to resign. He doesn't give a fuck about the future of the next national team. <laughs> like, let's just call it what it is. It, it, it wouldn't hurt in a roster of 26 to take a few young players that, Hey, might not even get a lick of minutes, but at least are part of the process. You know, uh, Santi Jimenez, Laines, uh, Carlos Acevedo, You want to have at least a few young guns. Ronaldo went to the World Cup in 94. He didn't play a single minute, but he was there. He was part of the process. And it's like with this roster, it's like no one is going to return from this. Maybe a few players, but it's going to be a brand new squad in 2026. And it's like uh, it was like a missed opportunity to like prepare them for that. But um, we'll see, man. We'll see if it pays off. I I I'm very concerned about Argentina. Uh, it might be, it might be a complete, you know, shit show when it comes to speed. I think that's the thing that is killing the the defense is our speed. It's it's not there.
1: Yeah, well, it's Mexico has been in Argentina. It's been at the group stage, not the World Cup. It was Copa America. Oh, but they beat him. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's the last time we beat uh, Argentina. Free kick from Ramon Morales, two thousand four. Spin a minute.
2: Yeah,
1: so I'd rather play play them group stage than than you know round of sixteen or whatever, whatever um final.
0: So let's talk a look at this group stage. You have Qatar and Ecuador kicking things off on Sunday. Obviously the pressure of hosting the World Cup and playing against El Alcintrion. But Ecuador's a good team, man. Do you think you think Qatar's gonna win the the, the, the the opening match or are they gonna get embarrassed in front of their own country?
1: What's that group? Who's who's the other teams in the group?
0: So it's gonna be Senegal and the Netherlands.
1: Oof my prediction is they're the second team to not make it out of the group stage. Yes, Pretty sir. Much every host, every World Cup host had made it past the group stage up until South Africa. And I think um, Amphiteo now is going to follow that lead.
0: I mean, let's be honest. Qatar bought this World Cup how deep are their pockets? We're going to find out. We saw what happened with Korea and Japan in, 20, in 2002. Those teams were not teams that were considered to have deep runs. And Korea went to... No, but,
1: but they've had, like, more... They've had, like, leagues. Well, I, I don't know Qatar League, but I know they've had their leagues for a while running. And they would always bring in, like... A lot of like Argentines and Brazilians, maybe older, but they are still bringing in coaches yeah. and players, you know, trying to learn, trying to learn the game.
0: So uh, I'm going to start, I'm going to write these down. And at the end of the, I guess the group stage, we can reflect on these. So out of group A, who do you see coming out on top?
1: I'm, I'm going to put Ecuador and. In uh, Netherlands, uh, Netherlands wins the group. Okay, that's the group we're talking about, right? Yes. If yes. Bengal, you, he's gonna win this group.
0: I agree, and I, I also think it's gonna be in that order. I, I am, I am very curious to see how Qatar does handle the group stage. Um. Maybe not sleep on Senegal, I don't know. With African teams, like most of them don't even get out of the group stage, man.
1: Oh, Senegal was one of those teams that at one point people thought they were gonna be like kinda like a world power and then they just fizzled out. But it's been hectic like like in Africa, like when they have the the African Nations Cup. <laughs> It's like, um, like they'll host it, and then like the country has like a civil war, where there's like guerrillas attacking.
0: Oh yeah.
1: It's okay. It sounds like, uh, you know, like made up shit. If you're hearing it, you know, like one of the one of the buses got shot up, in one of their tournaments. It's I don't know, man. It's just a bunch of crazy shit going there. I
0: remember in 06, like one of the big uh, propaganda—not propaganda, but like advertisements for the World Cup—was like, "Oh, the World Cup is so strong that it—it's like they put the war on pause in Africa." I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like I think in the Ivory Coast or something. Yeah. Um, also, uh, for those on the Twitter Spaces, if you're listening in and, and you have your own predictions, uh, feel free to to chime on. Uh, just put a request to speak, and we'll we'll put you on. This is the group I'm more excited about, group B, because you have England, Iran, USA and Wales. Oh boy. I love this group. Damn. My boy is uh his dad's English, he he grew up in the States. So it's like he has like a conflict of interest there.
1: Nah, he doesn't know who to root for, huh?
0: Well, yeah, he doesn't know who to root for, obviously. He's more American than yeah. he is English, but he also d- did spend time in England, so I think he wants to, like, get one of those jerseys that's, like, half England, half USA. <laughs> he probably doesn't know
1: they exist. <laughs> you, should get him one, I mean. you need to get him
0: one. We gotta go to the Pulga and find one for him. <laughs> the but, I don't know, man. Every, like, England gets hyped up so bad, you know, and... I'm not gonna lie, you know they had a good run in the in the World Cup in, in Russia. They went to uh, semis and then they had a good Euro run. Everybody thought they were gonna win the Euro against Italy, but the World I don't know, man. What who, who's winning this group? You think England's
1: gonna win the group? Yes, I'm. I'm gonna give it to the English.
0: Okay. Who you got for second place? You got Iran, USA, Wales.
1: Uh, that's the thing. I, I, it's it's obviously gonna be between Wales and in the U.S. Ooh, okay. You uh, know, big big incognita with the U.S. Man, you know. You know, haven't been very consistent.
0: <clears throat> I, the only reason I, I I say I'll agree with this is because, for some crazy thing, if. USA and Mexico get out of the group stage and get past the round of 16. They would face each other in a quarterfinal, and who does not want to see that?
1: Oh, yeah. That way. Oof. How many years in the making would that be since? And, well, and then we lose 2-0. <laughs> oh, no. We got rid of that curse. <laughs> ended. It, it ended. It ended with Osorio. What was it, Osorio? No, it was with Aguirre, right? Um, it was a Gold Cup, and Mexico was losing 2-0. That
0: was under Chepo, bro.
1: It was. Oh, that's my boy. How am I forgetting?
3: <laughs> He's like, "That's my
1: boy." It was at the game. It was, man. He still is. Damn, I was at the stadium, and and I was like, if they could score one before the, you know, before the half ends, they could get back in it, and it was quite the turnaround no I think Aguirre people was Aguirre 5-0 5-0 uh,
0: was uh, who was coach back then that yeah was... I
1: think it's Aguirre was he I'm pretty sure because Aguirre was I know, like I know, came in... know but he, he won't jump in
0: I'll look it up right now because that was in 2009
1: I think I don't know, but then it was like first year and then there was the Big 4-2 win. That's one of the things I've said as far as like...
0: 2009. Dominating,
1: 2009. The, yeah, I was going to I said like dominating the region. Mexico's been the only team like in the region when they win a final by that big margin. Javier Aguirre, come,
0: hey, you got a good memory, bro. Yeah,
1: thank you. Well, it's... My mind likes to switch stuff up on me. Um but yeah it's um you haven't seen it. Any other country that's been like the dominant, whether it was Costa Rica or US, you've never seen them like be that dominant where they'll completely like destroy another team. Yep. Um like what we saw Mex go and beat Costa Rica, right? I think it was at Costa Rica with La Volpe as their coach. And they just took him apart um and just big wins like that, like the 5 and 4-2, and mm-hmm. I think it was four zero 0 at, at another Gold Cup at Azteca.
0: Fun fact, does the only coach to survive three defeats to the United States and still be coach.
1: <laughs> that is a first.
0: So, looking into Group C, Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. I feel like I already know your answer, but I want to hear you say it. Who's who's the top and who's the second place?
1: Argentina, they're my favorites to win it all. You, you're talking about viejitos, and and that's gonna be an old an old Messi. And I think he's he's at like the right age where he, it no longer affects him. Where it was like he felt he had to do everything. I don't think he's he's there. Uh, we've seen viejitos come in. Pelé wins, wins it in 70. He was already, you know, one foot in retirement. And he came in and he helped Brazil win the World Cup. Uh, so I think it's going to be kind of similar to that. You'll probably see comparisons down the line of the teams doing. But um, I don't know, dude. Mexico, big incognita for me. It's been hard to, like, kind of predict. Much because I haven't seen much of Poland, so it's hard for me to to see how they're gonna like how they'll match up against them.
0: I agree. Um, I think for for Group C, it's gonna be a weird way how we get through that stage. The first game is pivotal, and my prediction for the first game, Mexico Poland, it's two one. I don't know who's going to win the match. I just know that's going to be the final score. And I know that there's going to be a set-piece goal by Poland. Like, those two... <laughs> I just know those are guaranteed because... What's the, the score? What's the score you said? I say 2-1. Either make wins 2-1 or Poland wins 2-1, but that's the final score. And a go-off set-piece from Poland. Like, I just know that's going to happen because... The four years that, that, that uh, Juan Carlos did a great job of fixing the set-pieces all went to shit with with Tata and obviously uh, in today's match against Sweden, we conceded that second goal off a set piece. It was a corner kick. So that's, that's my prediction Um, going into that Mexico Argentina game. I honestly think it's going to be like the game that most people expected Mexico to fold over and, and die. I think that's the game where like Mexico might, might get a, might get a victory or or, or draw. Like I honestly think, I think that might happen.
1: Yeah, if we look at Mexico in the group stage, they're, they're a beast, you know? And pretty much every World Cup leading to now, they've gotten good results against top teams. So 94, they tied Italy, which again, they went on to play the final against Brazil, losing on penalties. Uh, 98, they tied Holland, which if you look at that squad, it was insane, the amount of talent in that squad. And they they came back to tie it two to two. And so it's just a massive result for Mexico. Um, that's 98. 2002, They Italy again, another draw. This one had the Italians asking for the, telling the Mex to like slow down. I don't know if you remember that game. Oh, yeah. But at the end, they're like telling them like, hey, chill, man. Stop the game, yeah. bro like we're both through can you just like mm-hmm. and so it's trippy man it's trippy that they were like almost asking for mercy like um and that's all two and oh six i think oh six was the only one where they they lost two to Hawaii.
0: that was and uh no that was 2010
1: oh no six
0: oh six they we... lost to
1: portugal he lost to Portugal beat ago.
0: Iran we we
1: uh no but I'm talking about just against big teams
0: oh yeah yeah Uruguay. do yeah. I
1: uh, uh, like the results against the big teams oh man we could be... <laughs> well again Poland is not a big team like that um so wait 2010 and then 2014 was another really good year draw Brazil they were host beat Croatia uh, and then 18. Wait, they beat France. I forgot in 2010. 20, 2010,
0: they beat France. La Suruay. Yeah. There
1: you go. I was, that's what I was forgetting. I mean, so, yeah, they beat in some big teams, and then they beat Germany and, and yeah. Russia. So, so I mean, they've proven against majority of these big teams. And we could probably argue against, Well, no, Portugal. Yeah. So for the most part they they do really good against a lot of these big teams. And even when they've lost in recent years, it's not like they got washed. You know, they lost by just Mm -hmm. the minimum.
0: I you know what's gonna you know, my prediction is like again, two one. I don't know who is gonna be in Mexico or Poland, but that's the final score. Against Argentina, maybe a draw, and then I think we're gonna underestimate Saudi Arabia, bro. I think that's the team that everyone's gonna like (laughs) think they're gonna shit on and then they're gonna be like, Nope. And I honestly think Saudi Arabia might draw all three games, bro. I know that sounds crazy, but uh,
1: you're giving too much credit. yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know, I, dude. Hey man, you could probably not name me one player from Saudi Arabia. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. I can't. Like a, yeah, a more salad or whatever. But you got to understand, bro. Th- this is out. the Middle
0: East, dog. We're in the Middle East. We're ho- like the the, the 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 World Cup is being hosted there, and that's a big deal. And I think that will come into play.
1: Yeah, for like some of these teams that they're probably, that's, they're like in their home turf.
0: Yeah, bro. It's it's different when you're in their home turf, man. There's different customs. The They're going to have a crazy backing. Um, well, it could
1: probably help Mexico, these customs, because they don't allow like prostitutes and alcohol. So Mexico, <laughs> they're going to be forced to really, really concentrate this time when and- just stick
0: to the food bowl. Uh, we do have Danny on the line who has to speak. Danny, what you got for us? Hey, man. Can you hear? Can you hear Yeah. Me? Welcome yeah. on.
3: Hey, man. Uh,
4: thanks for ha- uh, having me on. I'm with uh, some of my friends right now. We're drinking to uh, you know, drown our sorrows with uh,
3: Mexico's performance during the last couple friendlies. And some Mezcal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why,
4: why do, you have, do you have to do like <laughs> uh,
3: But I just want to say I'm not really confident with uh, how Mexico
4: um,
3: has been playing and, like, the players they've called up and how Raul has been injured since August. And when he played, it looks like he hadn't played soccer since, like, forever. I mean, that's, you know, what I think. Well, what about you guys? Just real quick. Any thoughts? Say something else. I mean, I think Mexico has been doing pretty decent. I think if they follow the, the style that the U.S. plays a little bit, it, it could improve their game a little bit.
0: Oh, um, my God.
3: <laughs> no, but, no, but How much even, have uh, you been uh, drinking
0: tonight, man? No,
3: but, no but, but it's the thing where we need to improve the standards of CONCACAF. You know, if both U.S. and Mexico can raise their levels, then we can perform well as a continent – at the World Cup.
2: True. So, Represent CONCACAF, bro. Exactly. So, it's not whether I like Mexico or USA, but maybe we just use a little bit. But
4: <laughs> I just think Mexico is doing really poorly right now. And I think the performance against Sweden wasn't necessarily what I expected. Unfortunately, I should have expected it. Um, but I'm hoping that if we have a good performance against Poland, maybe that will turn things around. And, you know, starting like and Chucky and whatnot, like, star players, I think will make a difference.
0: Yeah. I think, um, Danny, you hopped on a little bit before, after we we had talked about this. We, we prefaced this, this, this podcast, like, hey, what you see in the friendlies and leading up to this is not what you're going to actually see on that once they blow the whistle in the World Cup. Like, a switch turns on in these Mexican players. We've seen it time and time again. They have a terrible qualifying stage. They have a terrible lead-up to the World Cup. And then when the World Cup starts, they just turn into, like, the team that we saw against Colombia at least in the first half so I I, I think thought that was holding back a little bit he didn't give us our final like form obviously you don't want to you don't you don't want to give out too much information Poland's watching the game trying to figure out you know how they're gonna stack up against us so you can't give your final starting 11 uh against Sweden you just can't give out your cards like that but so I like I would say don't worry about it Mexico's got this Obviously it's very frustrating like and it's not very comforting to see this team like lose uh this close to the World Cup and and obviously like the set pieces issue and my biggest my biggest frustration with with tonight's game was the the fact that we insisted on crossing the ball you know and these dudes are freaking giants man it's like we're not going to win those headers i don't know why they insisted playing on the wings and crossing the ball <laughs> it's like we're not going to win those battles and um 70 possession in the first half, and we had nothing to show for it. So I think it's going to be a very similar game against Poland. Uh, You cannot allow Lewandowski to have any second, any glimpse of that goal. He's going to put it away. All he needs is one chance. I can see Mexico easily giving up a goal off a counterattack or off some stupid play. Despite playing well, despite moving the ball around well, despite owning possession, I can see Poland doing that. And I think Tata needs to figure out the, the defense side of things. As far as Raul goes, I don't know, man. I don't know what f- sort of favors he owes him, or I don't know if it's a marketing scheme, but Raul has no business being in the World Cup, let alone starting. So uh, it is what it is, man. Managers will always have their preferidos.
1: Yeah, I, I'm just going to add really quick what we talked about earlier. If you look at results leading to the World Cup, a lot of times they haven't looked that good. So Mexico going into '98 World Cup, their results are really bad, like worse than what we're seeing now. And that ended up being one of the more exciting World Cups for Mexico. Uh, going into the World Cup, '94 World Cup, uh, Mex loses to the U.S. And this was a U.S. team that it's, you know, their players were pretty average. A lot of college players. They weren't really the squad that we've we've known. For recent years and that's mexico going into a group of death and they can't beat the u.s and they end up winning the group of death and so we we've um you know mexico struggling going into the 2014 where they had to play they had to play the repechaje the um what is it called the timer, the, the wild card whatever they had to go and play against new zealand playoff game. Um, mm-hmm. playoff, thank you they had to do playoffs they, they, that's you know and then they go up and they have a really great 2014 World Cup. So um, World Cup qualifying, and then even uh, games. Uh, God damn. My, <laughs> even these preparation games, they don't always like give us a full picture of what could happen. And then we've also seen the opposite teams that dominated. Uh, I, I'll say again, Colombia dominated going into 94 World Cup. They couldn't make it a group stage. Mexico dominated their qualifying in going to the 78 World Cup, and they were the worst team at the World Cup, and they're up in last place. So it's, I I think the media is the one that like puts us like this because then they, they always build their narrative and their story out of the results. Because that's kind of what they're doing, right? They're kind of telling the story of the Selección, and that's what they have to sell. So we kind of, you know, it's like a novela, pretty much. And and it's, I can see why it looks pretty dire when seeing like, the team um, struggling, which I don't think they really struggled. They were just these other teams were just doing better. Um, hey, Canada, At the end of the day, dude, Mexico yeah, tied in yeah. first
0: place with on points.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, but but then if you see the the like if we followed the the news, the, the you know the spicy soccer, all these shows, they're making it seem like you know. The sky is falling
2: and this team is. That's
1: what happened, Jolie. Yeah. What up,
2: guys? Welcome to the show, we so. Hey, can I say hi to you guys before we get into the World Cup? Um, I'm gonna arrow. I'm gonna like echo. I'm getting killed on like on online. I think it's because, (laughs) I think it's because these like new fans are not used to like they know four years ago they already forgot, and maybe Jolie like all of us old dudes that have been there and that have like written or been on, you know, talking about with other people about the Mexican national team, not just with your friends or your family that, you know, kind of ask you or your Theo when you come coming together, when we kind of like analyze the game and kind of tell people like, just hold off. Whenever we play in the world cup, we elevate our game completely. And just like you said, Jolie, like
4: yeah. tell
2: the time when we played really well before a world cup and I'll give you a result that, I mean, come on. I mean, I think the best time in the, Recent years, in the last twenty years, that we've had a really good team right before the World Cup, where we played well in the preparation match, was twenty ten. Remember that game versus Italy, where we like Tiki Taka then. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Bella scored against Gigi, and you know we were like, oh my gosh, did we show that against Uruguay? We did beat France, and then what happened in the in the group?
1: Mm.
2: You know, we tied we tied South Africa. So like, I think I think people need to just
1: Calm down. Well, we saw just going off of what you said. Oh six, because a lot of people regard the La Volpe, the yeah. whole run, 06 the whole pasamos, pasamos crazy. caminando. But they couldn't beat Angola, and yeah. this was Mexico at the group stage as a seeded team, and Angola was playing with a goalie that was amateur. He was, he wasn't. I think he wasn't even playing in the league. He's he the only white guy there, yeah. he, was, he, was, he was, They got him from some like. Yeah, you know Liga Llanera, and and pretty good though. But I, was, I mean, you can't beat Angola, man. It's like this, the first World Cup. I think they were down on man. Now uh, you guys can refresh my memory, but
2: was, that's what I'm saying. Like we, anything that we do before the World Cup is not going to show. If you're looking at what happened with Juan Carlos Osorio, and I'm, I, I think I finally could see more people hating on on Tata Martino. Maybe if you told me about a month ago, I'd be like, no. I remember I went back to like tweets and, and articles <laughs> and everything before the World Cup with Juan Carlos Tesorio, people were fuming. I mean angry. Oh, yeah. This guy what is this guy? Add fuming? me to that
3: list. Seven
2: <laughs> yeah, at everybody. Seven zero. We lose against Uruguay for like embarrassing. In the last four games right before the World Cup, I think it was Bosnia, Croatia, uh Scotland. And there's another team, another European team. And I think we barely beat Scotland and lost all the other ones. And this was Rotaciones Osorio. What are you doing putting, you know, Diego as a center, uh, as a as a DM? What are you doing putting right backs at like center? Like it was just a mess. And ultimately, when you look back at Juan Carlos Osorio, he's saying like I was just go, I was doing shit, so that way Germany didn't know what we were gonna do.
0: This dude was playing forty chess, bro.
2: Yeah, he he was like, we were. Conf- and He said it. I was trying to confuse people on those three games right before. I'm not saying Tata's doing that, because Tata's more conservative. But it leads down to the point. People are saying that I, you know, you you love Tata. I I think Tata's going <laughs> to give us the most boring game, and I'm like <laughs> step back conservative. But you know what? I think he's going to get the job done. If it's 1-0 versus Poland in the 87th minute, if it's a 1-1 versus Argentina or, or you know, and then like a 1-0 against Saudi Arabia, somehow we're just going to be like not happy. But all of a sudden we're going to end up with six points or we're going to end up with four points in Argentina, barely know, with five, six. Like, I feel like just like the qualifiers when everyone said that we were just horrible and then you look at the points, you know, oh, wait, we freaking tied Canada. The U.S. barely got one win outside, and we actually did. We had the best record outside oh, of CONCACAF yeah, in any way. team. Mm-hmm. Canada didn't win. I think Canada barely won a team outside, too. So the only thing that w- would happen, we sucked at home, like every World Cup qualifying. So, Wait,
0: uh, we, so let me ask you a question, though. What would you consider Tata being, having the job done? Like, what, what would you consider that?
2: What does that I look mean, like? Getting out, the, getting out of the group, and I think that's what's going to happen. He's going to get out of the group. Mm. We're going to face France. Right? And we can't be France. Unless something crazy. Unless, and, and don't be wrong. Wait. Like, aren't, aren't they missing some key players that's, that's out of That's bold to now? assume
0: France will get out of the group. Who no, knows? I'm just saying.
2: Or or even Denmark. I mean, let's look at Denmark. Right? Oh, if no. It's, if, if it's Denmark. Denmark is a Sweden. Denmark is yeah. Sweden. Denmark I feel like, you know.
1: they made this dumb predictions. I forget his name. He's. He's like some banker or something, and he's done like World Cup predictions, and he's good.
2: Banker. He's, What's the five, six, eight guy? Nate? Nate Silver? over.
1: Nate. He's the, no. He's like, he's like from England or something, and he's he's done like uh, he does like statistics, and he's used them for for football, and he's been like pretty spot on the last two World Cups, and he posted his recently, and he had Mexico beating France. Getting out of the group stage and beating France, and then I went to look for an article. for him and he says luck can play part of it too. He he conceded it that luck, but, but we're seeing well, France like well, aren't they missing like three, four key players
2: now? France just lost like, like yeah, but yeah, France. I mean, what? they're not even in the squad. Dude. That, t- that should tell you something. <laughs> like, looking at- I don't know, man. The curse
0: <laughs> of the World Cup winners. It's true, 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 true. We'll,
2: we'll, we'll, see. But, but, but overall, I'm just saying, like, just calm down. We'll see how it. I think that the these players aren't going to. to we didn't
0: hire Tata to get us to where we have been in the past. We hired Tata to get us to the fifth game.
3: So when for you me, look at- for you me, look I, at
0: I, I don't think that Tata job's right. done unless he gets there. And I don't know if. Oh right.
2: When you look at what that was brought in for, right? A coach with experience, a coach that you know, with the took pair away. You know, he just got done with Atlanta United. If you look at the 2019 run, I mean, we we were Raul was playing great, Chuki was playing great. We won the Gold Cup versus the U.S. Then COVID hit. And then there was a right for the few games. Remember that European tour against North against Korea, uh, Netherlands. And there's somebody else where the Mexico looked really good. That was when like Tata said, and when we asked him like when when did when did you think that the that Mexico had, was playing bad or like really good football? And he said that game versus the Netherlands, perfect game, and I think we beat him. Raul was at his peak. Everyone was playing well. Then what happened? COVID, yeah, injuries. I mean, our best two players, let's just say it, got injured yep. for months. And then it all fell down. Then you're going to come in with injuries and not knowing who we're playing with the World Cup qualifiers. And then how do you do with the World Cup qualifiers? Nobody's able to do that except Osorio, but look at the CONCACAF opposition. So I'm not making excuses because people are pissed the fact that, yeah, two players can make it. <laughs> but I think people just need to just just calm down and then wait till we play the field because I think this is where all the players will be like, all right, you know, it's, it's time. So a ver como nos va.
0: Hey, thanks for hopping on. We so we have Hernan who wants to speak. He's been patient. Thank you for, for waiting and welcome to the show. What you got for us?
4: Uh, yeah, I no, appreciate you guys. Um, I love listening to, to all the stuff you'll have to say. Um, just kind of reflecting on on some of the things that you guys have said going into previous World Cups. I think um, you know the biggest difference this year versus you know dating back to. I guess 2010, you know, still relatively young back then. But uh, 2010, even though we barely got into 2014 and then, um, you know, the good run with Osodio in 2018, I think that there was still, even though the results weren't there, um, I think there was still a caliber of of level of play from the players on the squad that uh, we knew was there and that they could elevate at the right time. You know, obviously – 14 and 18 were the peak of, of the golden generation and, you know, sprinkling in a few young talent and then players like, um, you know, Guli Pena and JJ Vasquez in 14 and then into 2018, um, you know, with some other key contributions for some of the younger guys. But I think the biggest difference this year is that you kind of already know what you're going to get from the key players. Um, I think that we know that um, Herrera has, is in on a steep decline uh, Raul even pre-injury started showing signs of you know being ineffective on on the first team or excuse me on the national team and then um you know how much more could you ask of Ochoa uh you know the reluctant nature of c- continuing to play guys like Moreno Araujo um Gallardo. so I think that that's just the, I, uh, Gallardo yeah I just think that that's just the biggest difference I think that in 14 and 18 um we knew that the, there was caliber there that maybe wasn't clicking at the right time but um you know given the circumstances of world cup these guys could elevate their game and they were they were at their peak and um and this year you just you know you can't really find it anywhere except you know with guys like um you know v- right now with vega, vega. Chucky, mm-hmm. um Edson and you know even guys like guti you know but but it just I don't know. It's just it just from an outside perspective it just doesn't look like it's clicking and uh and you can kind of see um where the team could peak versus other times.
0: You know, the first half against Colombia, I think that's the the first time I saw them click in a very long time and they looked mm-hmm. very very convincing. What happened in the second half, I don't know, but if we can if we can have 90 minutes of of what we saw in that first half against Colombia, I think we'll be in, in good terms, but we'll see. Um, that going to continue to pick on the players that he trusts. And unfortunately that could be, that could be a detriment, you know, that could be his downfall. But at the end of the day, he has an idea of how to, how to approach these matches. We'll see what happens against Poland. It's a flip of a coin for me.
4: Yeah, uh I mean I, I totally agree. And, you know, on your first point of of watching that that first half of Columbia, I mean, it has been a long time since since we've seen um since we've seen them look that good. And uh and like you said, if they can find a way to, to extend it, I think you just need to find um, you know, the guys that are gonna contribute to being able to do that, you know, in a consistent basis. And I think you're starting to see that with like I mentioned, you know, you have players like Bega, Guti, um, Edson, Chuki, And then, you know, I guess you got to cross your fingers for whoever's playing uh, up top.
0: Yeah. Uh, and up top, it's going to be Funes Mori, Eddie Martín. I don't know. I have no idea who's the start against Poland. But I don't really have much face, faith in the nine but he can't. He, he says his nine is not supposed to score goals, whatever the fuck that means. So, <laughs> yeah, he has a very strange way of uh, lining up his players. Well, we're going to continue to uh, predict the rest of the group stage. We're uh, on that group D with France, Australia, Denmark, and Tunisia. Are you going to go for the usual suspects? Or are you going to get a little spicy?
1: No, the same same man. World Cup hasn't changed so much. I mean, they just keep adding more more teams, but we look at it, it's, it's always been the exact same winners um, i'm I'm yeah, I'm staying with the same,
0: yeah, I have France Denmark getting out of the group, although the curse of the World Cup winner is a thing. But France has just got squad, man. They they roll so deep. I can't see them not getting out of the group with Australia and Tunisia. No disrespect to them. Uh, but yeah, France, Denmark out of Group D. Group E is pretty fun. You have Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, and Japan. That's a tough group.
1: Yeah, Japan to ball. They just kind of like... Similar to Mex, they're just in a region that there's not a lot of competition for them. Kind of like Australia, when they so they had to move to to um, to Asia because they were just playing New Zealand, probably Malaysia. <laughs> um, Dale, yeah, that one. Who do you have, Jaime?
0: Uh, obviously Germany has a big chip on their shoulder. Crashing out of the 2018 World Cup, they're one of the favorites to win this one. So I, I have Germany getting out of the group and Spain.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't really see, uh, Japan taking out any of those two teams. There should be some fun games though. Japan likes to play pretty open attacking football. You know, one of my
0: favorite, like debut matches for the world cup was the one against Germany and Costa Rica. It was such an entertaining match. There's a lot of great goals was... and, and Costa Rica was not a pushover that match, even though they ended up losing, but that was like one of my favorite opening game.
1: Yeah. I was at the game. Jaime. Damn. Yeah. I was actually at that match. The opener. I don't remember much of it though.
0: Was uh, <laughs> soccer chronicle on that game too. He's on, he's listening right he now. He was.
1: Yes. Yes, he was. He's just being a punk. He didn't come up. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't say I should have, but I had a phone. So I was like, Hey, dial me. And then we could, you know, I bought one of those burner phones.
0: Yeah. I invited him to speak. I don't think he has anything to say, or maybe he doesn't have a mic, but we'll keep he's, going he's with it. <laughs> group F. All right, you have Belgium, Canada, Morocco, and Croatia. Ooh. I like this group. I like this group because Canada is going to get exposed, all right? That's what I <laughs> that's what I'm more I'm looking forward to this. Everyone's like this is the best Canada generation we've seen, winner of the CONCACAF, you know, qualifiers. They ain't going to do shit in the World Cup. I am very confident. Damn. They ain't doing shit, bro. It's going to be Belgium and Croatia for me.
1: Yeah, those are pretty strong teams. I Hard, hard for me, man, because I, I haven't seen much. You know, previous World Cups, I used to see as many games as I could. I used to be on top of all that, but I've kind of gotten burnt out. <laughs> I I think I peaked at how many games you could see. I used to see any game. I would see if it was on, I will watch it. Um, Third Division Malaysian team with little kids kicking a rag ball with dogs running across the field. But uh, yeah, the same that the the um the same teams I have. But you never know, man. You always have like <clears throat> you know, like like you said earlier, you will have teams like like South Korea. You know when they went they went pretty far even Costa Rica, right, when they, mm-hmm. they end up going. And I think Canada has that possibility of, mm. of pulling, pulling in something like that. Um, so I'm with you, like, where they could not do anything just because they they never been to a World Cup. But at the same time, I think they can, at the same time, at least get a result here or there. Um, I remember the, what was it, in, oh... Yeah, I was say no two when when the U.S. faced the uh, the Portugal Golden Generation and they end up beating them. That's right. And that, yeah, that was like surprising. I remember seeing that that match because that that Portugal team was stacked. Figo, and uh, you would have not expected a result like that. And it's it's almost the same, right, with this Costa Rica team. I mean, not with Croatia team, and then and then. Uh, Canada, which is fairly similar to the U.S., um, and so yeah, I think they could they could pull out a result here or there and surprise a team. I agree with uh, one of the callers because where you do want the region to look good, so you you not hate on the other teams and and just want them to go three and out, and then we complain that the region sucks. <laughs> 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 I don't get that line of thinking, but. We want the region teams to do good, so that it brings more, you know, more respect, more quality, more everything, which I do think has slowly been happening, because uh, we've talked about how Canada has been investing a lot. Obviously, the U.S. has been investing since what, like the 90s, when they mm-hmm. when they were about to organize the first World Cup, and then as condition was they had to have a a league, and so they started the MLS. And, you know, they, they're almost at 30 teams, right? And they started with like eight. And they're going to be at like 30 pretty soon. And same with Canada, where they started investing in their football and they put teams in MLS, but then they started their own league. Yep. So they have those two things going. And now they're going to be one of the hosts. Uh, so it's good to see those countries, you know, it, it was that's what it takes, investing, putting money, to make the league, the region more competitive. So, and then Mexico, of course, they're, they're gonna remain competitive. So now it's up to some of these other teams from like Central America, the Caribbean, to like step it up. I thought Costa Rica, but I don't know what's going on over there. You know, mm-hmm. they seem to have their shit in order, but then they sort of like disappoint more yeah, often than not. they've been
0: inconsistent. They've been inconsistent. Wait.
1: Well, we did see Panama, cause they did. Again, they built their stadium their national team stadium and they, they managed to qualify to the world cup, but it gets like small countries. So sometimes they probably don't have, you know, the, the crop of players. So they won't have uh, just the money needed. Cause you do uh, ultimately you do need money for scouting, for, for prepping the teams, for bringing in quality coaches. So, I mean, you do, you do some of these countries do need money. As opposed to you're like Uruguay, where it's like, or like Brazil, where you could just kind of get random people from the street and do a really good job. Um,
0: uh, we're trying to get Ron to get his mic to work. I don't know; he sounds like he's having technical issues. But I'll be honest, bro, I could give a fuck about the Concacaf region, and I <laughs> Damn. Can, Like, in fact, they should they should take away. Hey. They should take away hey, more hey, spots. Hey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would make qualifying more entertaining, you, oh, dude. So you, you and Mexico to not make
0: it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> the, it's gonna take forever for the rest of the countries to catch up. Let's just remove another spot and really, really make this a little bit more interesting. Like, look, Canada, whatever, they, they can go on a deep run. They can be the dark horse or whatever. Honestly, think they're gonna be deer in headlights when it comes to the World Cup, man. It's been I don't know if they've ever qualified to one. But yes, they have. Yeah. So, and with USA, look, man, I hope they lose all three games. Like, I could I could care less, bro. The next World <laughs> Cup's gonna be here, so we're gonna automatically be in it. And there's still gonna be there's gonna be 48 teams. It's gonna It's gonna be like par- participation trophies all around. Like, man, I don't want that. I don't. You know, if it was if it was me, I would petition Mexico to 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 move. To Comedor, get back in Libertadores. If they want to really be competitive, that's what they should do. They get back to Copa America, get back to Libertadores, man.
1: I agree with those two, but you don't need to move to Comedor because they already did that without having to move. um So, but but they do need that. The league, I, I do feel was. It it helped with a lot of the players, you know. Come up, Chicharro was one of them that mm-hmm. benefited. Like he kind of how he got scouted by like Manu. He was he was tearing it up at the Copa Libertadores. He was scoring some pretty good goals. Ariano too, man. What a mess! What a mess with this guy getting injured. Um, damn, Jaime. We, got we a- need to concentrate. I, I can't go on your hate rant. No, I'm getting <laughs> to it. We're going to stay with with league, and then we could talk. We could talk after the World Cup. <laughs> group
0: G, Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon. Seems like a pretty straightforward group. Cameroon, who? who? Uh, Cameroon, Switzerland, Serbia, and Brazil.
1: Oh, man, Serbia. That's a, that's a name I haven't heard in a bit. Yeah, Brazil, obviously, dude. Right there, they got, for the first time ever, a Liga MX player is repping the Brazilian national team. <laughs> or or, uh, or a Brazilian national team player is repping Liga MX, I should say. It's, we ne- You know, we've never Donny seen Alves. that. Donny Alves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, Brazil, obviously, man, I think and they're 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 pretty much always favorites to win the World Cup. Yep. Uh even even when they're not doing good. Just cause just how historic that team is. Uh yeah. Serbia, man, I had, Yeah, see, like again, dude, I hadn't heard of that team in a long time. Yeah. This is like with Yugoslavia and then they were Serbia and Montenegro.
0: Now they're Serbia. And then Serbia. Yeah.
1: Keep changing names, man. It's Oof, very talented team, though, man. The players from that region have always mm-hmm. been. That's where Bora Milotinovic comes Bora.
0: from. our coach for two World Cups, right, or one?
1: No, just one for mm. 86. Almost. He got booted Almost. going into France 98. And then he managed to land a team, which was Nigeria. And I think he's the only coach to coach five teams at the World Cup.
0: Holy shit! Because he
1: coached USA, right? He coached USA. He coached Mexico. He coached China, Nigeria, and I believe Costa Rica in the Where hell did World China
0: Cup. make a World Cup?
1: He took him to the World Cup. Uh, well, when I think it was when what when Korea and Japan hosted. So you you had the two wow. the two main teams not having to qualify, so that opened up. Spot and that's China. China went in and they haven't since. But Mexico, like Costa
0: Rica, USA, Nigeria, and China. Holy shit, dude! Yes, sir. Yeah, Bora was in that um, the documentary I mentioned earlier on Vix Plus. The El Grito por Oh reality.
1: man, he was t- <laughs> Was he? Was he incoherent? He was, he, he was kind of like Biden him. when he talks. Oh. He, did he make sense?
0: Yeah, and then another thing, they were showing like a lot of older clips of him, Cause too. Because
1: he, so. he would ramble on now, like the like vote that they <laughs> stopped giving him interviews. Oh. He's like, what is this dude talking about? <laughs> uh, but, but he's like a historic one, right? Yeah, he's,
0: he's a legend, man. you um, have one more group. Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, South Korea.
1: Portugal, Ghana.
0: Uruguay, South Korea.
1: Man, I, I like South Korea, but I'm never discounting the Uruguayos, man. And Portugal has another Viejito in CR seven. And I think he's gonna he's gonna put all his marbles there because it's not looking good for him at Man U.
0: Yeah, for those that follow Ronaldo closely, he did that interview, uh, finally dropped today with uh, Pierce Morgan. This is just dropping bombs on everybody, his own teammates. <laughs> Even on the inter- the guy he's interviewing, like you suck. Nah, I just kidding. But this dude's like, <laughs> this guy does not hold back. But um, I don't know, man. I, I, I think Portugal and Uruguay should get out of the group. And FIFA being FIFA FIFA would want a matchup eventually between Portugal and Argentina. I don't know if that's going to be all the way to the final. I just know the way FIFA works is like they want that matchup. I don't know if we're going to get it, but...
1: Well, not just just FIFA, but even all sponsors. You want some of the bigger known players that have the bigger sponsorships to get as far as they can because as your product being promoted... So it's, it's, uh, FIFA, they already make their money. It it don't matter who, who the final is. They, they already cashed out, man. They, they, they got their money already. It's all on TV. Gate All that is already sold out. So it, I mean, even tickets for the final, they're already sold. So it, FIFA has their money. They, They don't, um, of course they would want to just cause, uh, just for what it means to the tournament to have these big matches, but for money wise, they people already made out like bandits. They already <laughs> they already they're already counting. Dude. That's long long conclusion there. Yeah.
0: yeah, I just know like that was like, that would settle the, too, that, like, that <laughs> would settle the debate. You know who's the better player, Messi or Ronaldo? Everybody wants to know.
1: Ah, uh, for the World Cup. Even then, because because let's say Messi could have a better tournament and Ronaldo wins, and then because he won, well not him, but his, his you know Portugal wins, yeah. and then let's say because of that. Well, that was that
0: was the big thing, right? It was like both of these players hadn't won an international trophy with their respective countries, and Ronaldo and Ronaldo technically did. He got injured and had to leave the final. And, but he did win with Portugal, and then Messi ended up winning with uh, Argentina in the Copa America.
3: But what's more impressive, Argentina <laughs> winning the Copa America or Portugal winning Euro Cup?
0: I would say beating Brazil it, in their own country, that's pretty impressive.
3: No. Yes. No. No. That Argentina, was Argen, Argen, Argentina's won this over 14 times. Portugal, Portugal basically uh, had never won it before.
0: Yeah, they lost True. it in their own country in the Euro 2004. That was painful
3: it, to watch. Oh uh, yeah, against Greece exactly. So I, so about, I was I, Xavier, were they able to win it? No, they weren't even able to win it. So I mean, Portugal winning that is more impressive than Argentina winning it even 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 if they played it in Brazil. So uh in, in terms of the whole I mean, I don't I don't get into the whole, you know, Messi Ronaldo because it's 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 really stupid. Mm. But if I was a coach and I had the and I had the opportunity to pick one over the other, uh, I would pick uh, Ronaldo for one reason over uh, one reason because he has proven that he's been able to play in various leagues under various coaches and still excel. Yep. That you really can't say that with about Messi, uh, Messi with Messi because, you know, I mean uh, it,
2: it's
3: it seems like he was designed to, for that Barcelona, you know, philosophy Yep. and that's always been his criticism when he's going to the to the national team is that well he doesn't have uh you know xavi he doesn't have uh iniesta he doesn't have you know that that yeah. backbone but i mean he's a he's a phenomenal player he's one of the all-time you know greats i think but but i'm just saying if i was the coach and i was to you know start building a team i would you know i would go with uh uh cristiano
0: I'm on team Ronaldo too. And I've always felt that way. You know, Hey, this guy won a Premier league. This guy won a champions league with Manchester United and Real Madrid. He's done it consistently with, with different leagues and different teams. And with Messi, what's Messi doing yeah. in PSG? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like this is the world cup that he's destined to win, right? He's going to do everything in his power to try and win one.
3: Uh I think it's still I think it's still gonna go to Europe. Yeah? I think I I, I still think that it's gonna to go to Europe.
1: Who who do you have, Ron? Who do you have uh who do you have winning it for Europe? Uh
3: I think I I I have a feeling that England's gonna make a deep run. I have a feeling that um that, what do you call it? Spain's also going to make a deep run, and mm. I have a feeling that Germany's going to make a deep run. No, France, huh? Uh, no, uh, that's a bunch I, of
1: teams, man. That
3: I, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just think that they're gonna. You, I think honestly, do, call, I wouldn't call be the surprised.
1: Just picks out of two teams, man. No, I wouldn't be surprised if
3: Germany pulls through on this one. I really wouldn't. Germany, I did not
1: see they, that they coming. They Where are Germans that? And, uh, <laughs> the Germans at? The Germans.
0: you know you can't rule them out ever. You
3: just never. Can't.
1: Wait, are, are they? I, I I think they're the most winning. I'm not sure on the stats. When you when you think, but they could be the most winning. Um, team at the, the
3: World Cup. They've made it. They've made it to more finals. They've made it to more finals. Yeah. And their record—I mean, their record in your Euro, in European Championship, and also in the World Cup—is just—I mm-hmm. mean, Jesus! I mean, they're usually top. You know, you know, we Mexico's just content with the fifth game. That's like nothing <laughs> for them. <laughs> That's a walk in the park for them.
1: Fun fact: there was two Germany's at one point. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They they brought that hey, up.
1: Wait, hold the, on, the, hold on, man. Go ahead. Did they both play at the World Cup, round? Do you know uh, they both Germanies?
3: Yeah, they did. In fact, there was a scandal involving um <laughs> Wait, I would like was to a, see that with Mexico. No, there was <laughs> there, there was a uh, I think when, there, when not mistake, the there was a back. there was a scandal regarding I think they played for a time or whatever. not Poland or Austria, I don't remember off the top of my head. Austria, yeah, I'm
1: pretty sure. They just passed the ball yeah. around for in Oh, I didn't know it was back then. I, I remember <laughs> there was two two Germany's, but yeah, we need that with Max, dude. Like the country could fake a civil war in the East and South Mexico or whatever, <laughs> and then they would they both qualify to the World Cup, and you know, well, prove our chance. that's chances. how like Ireland oh, well, is, right? Tito partido. Ireland's
0: yeah, like is. that. Yeah, I, yeah except I... one of them really
1: sucks and they never make it to the World Cup
0: either have like in a long no, time
1: 94 yeah. uh, was and then i think a bit recent <clears throat>
0: so ron we um thanks for joining it's been a while mm-hmm. we wanted to hear your take on mexico like how far do you see them going do you see them even getting out of the group like are you pessimistic are you optimistic are you kind of just in the middle
3: I, this is a team that I have, I have zero faith in. (laughs) Absolutely no faith in. I mean, this is, this is really the first time that I can remember the national team that doesn't have, whether, whether, even with past coaches, whether you agreed with their system, their style, their philosophy, at at least you, you knew what they were trying to play for. I I don't know what this guy I don't know what that doesn't trying to do with his team. I really I really don't. I you know he's it's it's it's, it's a mystery. You know, um, I just I just think that this, this team is basically you know playing with like what is it you know with a, a chicken with their head cut off. I don't I don't see a, I don't see what they're trying to do. I don't see a style that they're really trying to. To, to focus with to to, to I, I don't know i think i think this is maybe the first time since uh since 78 that mexico does not reach the uh, the the you know th- does not go past the group stages just... damn yeah
1: this is mean, bound it's bound to happen sooner or later cuz we've seen it even to the big teams but, but... Yeah, brands, but, but, but it
3: doesn't have to be that way, you know? I mean, you take, I mean, check, I mean, check this out. You, you, the fact that you are what one of the oldest teams in the World Cup, yeah, and knowing that you're and knowing that you're not only preparing for this World Cup, but the one in 2026. I mean, I, you have what 26 man roster, it's been 23 for you know the past, you know what five six whatever world cups right uh how many times did we you know did did the pundits and 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 media types always say oh man we could have just brought you know so and so even even if not to play in just to just so he could get experience yeah you know where you could have had three players you know just for the ride just so they can get experience and stuff like that because i you know what i I, I doubt that he's gonna play. I mean, and, and like in every World Cup, there's always two, three, four players, <throat> five players that do not play. Yep. Okay. So there was no reason not to take Leitness. There was no reason not to take uh, what do you Santi. call it? Uh uh Santiago Jimenez. There's no reason not to take uh, Sebastian uh, no, that too and and Córdoba. Córdoba because I mean he because he was starting to play better with you know Antigres towards yes. the end. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. Uh, well, and, I, I I blame the directiva, the directiva it, it No, no, it is. You're right. It, it, you're right. I do I do blame them because I don't think that they have a clear. Um, I don't think that the, the, their objectives are clear, because if you are trying to create one of the best leagues in the world, I don't see I don't see how you you're able to do that, and 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 actively, you know try to sell players to Europe. It's either one yeah. or the other. I, I know. You either yeah, shit or, or get off the pot.
1: Yeah, and it's not like you're imposing the starting lineup, but you do have to like look look towards, like you said, to building toward the future. Yeah. And where they, they could have just pressured him to be like, we need these guys because we're looking forward to the next World Cup, and these are going to be, you know, by that point, they should be the key players and so it's really important and if this guy was to to leave to quit i, I feel he could easily be replaced
3: well here here I, there's here's my question to you guys other than, other than you know this i mean other than this world cup what tournaments do you, you know what what tournaments does is mexico going to play going you know after the, after this world cup to 26 it's a good I question mean, is Copa América gonna I mean, because Nations League, Nations League, and Gold Cup ain't gonna cut it. I'm sorry, it's not.
0: And hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we are Coca- not going Coca- to the World Coca- Cup. Uh, we're not going to the Olympics.
3: Yeah, I know. So no Olympics. Copa América is, is is still is still uh, undecided. Copa Libertadores, there's been talks, but it's still undecided. So these these players, where the hell are they gonna get the international experience? What? Wait. Okay. What was the question? I, I got booted.
1: Uh, can you please repeat it?
3: I said it's like, in, What international tournaments are these? Are the Mexican players going to play? You know, between now and and twenty twenty six.
1: Oh yeah, they're already talking about uh, Copa America. They're bringing yeah, but, an, but, like but, they but, had Centenario but, bringing another one here. But but that's not. There's no guarantees yet. There's no uh, There's nothing, dude. Cornwall was see the money there, seeing green there. They're all for it, dude. They're, Cornwall, they're they're broke. They're broke right now. that They want they, they, but they've been so, wanting Mexico for, for you know for you know for the past well, five of years. Of course, but if they tell them, you know, they're they just dude. Come on, man. They're they're like they that that meme with the guy has the cup. <laughs> <laughs> what does it say? Like a, a crumb or whatever, but. That's that's them right now, man. Look at Argentina; their economy is in shambles. I, I don't don't man, gentlemen, gentlemen, before, before before
3: you guys continue on, I, I wanted to jump in and pick the other half of Europe before Ronda's to win the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> pick another eight Euro teams. Yeah, okay. I, I want the other half, but. <laughs> But no, I'm I just kind of listening in right now, and 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 just kind of agreeing with Ron on on, on the fact that there are no international tournaments unless unless Conca, un, unless Concacaf allows Mexico to play in Copa America.
1: Well, they're gonna host one here. I, I'm pretty, I could pretty much guarantee it. They've already been talking about it, and. Uh- but yeah,
3: unless but that, it's a centenario fin- 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 type deal, it's not. Nice. Yeah, it, it, it
1: is. Not, it exactly. but, but that
3: has to be pl- I mean, that that should have already been uh, uh, announced. You know, announced and, and stuff like that. I mean, your calendar, that calendar should be full by now, because you're you're, you're planning a, a World Cup in Mexico. So we should already have. You should already have Copa Medi. You know, they should have already announced. You know what? Liga MX is back. You know, they're uh, they're back in 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 combative tournaments. They're back in Copa America and stuff like that, because right now everything's up in the air, and that's not that just doesn't, you know. No, you're about, s- you're about to run into the issue where Tata Martino leaves, the directiva changes over. Uh, well, yeah, they already it, switched
1: half of it, up on them, right? They, they, like three of those guys, they already booted them out.
3: Right, the Luis will probably be gone, right? Or if take a FIFA job or. Who the hell knows what right no no, so- no no john john's least, he's a televisa guy he's gonna stay there he's gonna he's gonna be part of that you know the the uh organized the organizing committee yeah but at the same time like you're saying it's it's one of those things where nothing's planned you know there, there's no like i'm in a sense i'm glad there's no uh, uh what do you call it uh eliminatorias right yep. but uh but yeah, what what's filling the space of that, right? We got the Leagues
0: yep. Cup, man, the
3: Superliga. Uh, <laughs> if you know what, if MLS, if MLS was also serious about you know uh, uh, improving the league and being a premier uh, league, that's okay. I, I I get that, but that means that you do your very best to retain your best players and not sell them off to to you know second, third, you know rate leagues. Uh, like, you know, like when they, when they sold Pepe to some, what, uh, some, yeah, some bottom feeding team over there in the Bundesliga. And it's like, that just sends the wrong message. It's like, you're either going to, you're either going to commit to being one of the best leagues in the world and, and, and basically, you know, try to fight, you know, you know, Europe and fight for that, for that, you know, prestige or, or you, you know what, you just, you know, you say admit it and say you know what we want to be a a feeder a feeder league and we take pride in in selling you know our talent to europe as if you know that you need validation for that you know
1: i don't think they sell them because because of that i just think because of how their contracts are and no
2: i i I get it
1: no but i I, think the mistake we make a lot is where we compare it to max where it's like. you know the how the teams are are they able to tie the the players with the contract, yeah. and I think it's just not the same here. No, it's I, like I, total I, I, cons- I, I, transparency and whatnot. So that's why it's easier for players to leave because I, like I, I, the, I get the teams could I, get them really cheap.
3: And and, I, and obviously the, uh, the 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 you know the European you know passports and stuff like that. I get all that, but what I'm saying, but, but my point is, if you're going to Forego South American tournaments, Copa Libertadores, Copa America, under uh, under the the premise that you know you want to focus on the U.S. market and you want to grow with MLS and you want to grow. Okay, you know what? I don't agree with it, but if you're going to do it, commit to it and commit to it 100. But that means that you stay you you keep your best players and you grow the the the, the two the two leagues and you make it very competitive. But when you're content selling and and you brag and you boast about, oh, you know what? We just sold our X player you know to X league and stuff like that in Europe, you're sending you're sending you know mixed messages. So that's that's why that's why i I'm never I'm never you're never gonna sell me that the solution for you know at least Mexico solution or even the us for that matter, is to provide players to Europe. And hope that, you know, that that just the sheer, you know, their, their their participation in Champions League or Europa League or whatever is going to, you know, that's gonna provide uh, Mexico a World Cup, you know, uh winning team. It does it it doesn't work for Asia, it
1: doesn't work for Africa. If you Well Africa is the, the bigger indicator, right, Because you see African here, teams like Ghana and Nigeria that are full of Euro players all in Europe and you there, there, You know, there's a reason why. You know, there's
3: a reason why Spain. There's a reason why Italy. Are, I mean, Italy's had some some some, uh, uh, some troubles, but you know, Germany is they have they can retain their best players. Their best players don't have to go abroad. I mean, they. You know, I, I can understand it. You know, they. You know, okay, they're going from Bayern Munich to Real Madrid. Okay, I can understand that. But it's not like they have to go. Yeah. So you keep your best players, and you bring and you bring uh, good players you know, international players. And I think that was that, that, that would that, that's what it kept Mexico competitive. Uh, Mexico has been a top 16 team, which believe it or not, I mean, like I said, that's that's on the precipice of being an elite team. They've been almost an elite team for, for th- almost 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that. that I mean, yeah, that, be- people, I mean, you know, people can laugh about that. It's like, haha, oh, they're always going out on the first round, but you're in the top 16 and that is tough yeah B-
1: between 13 and 16 for the most yeah. part
3: yeah yeah they've been consistently doing that and and uh, and they were better at, at least you know or at least they're, they there were more concise and they were more like what what Mexico was trying to do in terms of style and everything is is when they still had their best players playing in the league
0: yeah one thing that i've noticed from this um roster the 26 16 playing Liga Meki. So
3: I was actually looking at that uh, earlier, uh, uh, actually, yeah, earlier today. <laughs> I mean, like MLS has more players in the World Cup now than than Liga MX, you know.
1: But, but even like going, it. even using that that comparison, uh, Ron, when, when the US does the 2 0 when they go, they get to the hope, you know, they beat Portugal, they get to the Germany game. That team was. MLS heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Their <laughs> best that. participation is with homegrown players as opposed to with other teams where they've had all these Euro players. I, you know, the, the the
3: whole, like, I, I know the pundits, you know they, 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 you know, they spaz over this, like, oh, how many players, you know, Costa Rica, you know, has in Europe or the U.S. It, but that's always been the case. I mean, they, they used to say that about the, the teams from the Caribbean. You know, oh, my God, they got five or six players playing in, you know, in, in England. <laughs> or, you know, like when the Honduras had, I don't know, like, I think they had like six, seven players playing in Europe and Mexico only had one.
1: Yeah, so-so. They had Swazzo at Inter. <laughs>
3: yeah. I'm like, so? <laughs> it, it, that, that hasn't <laughs> resulted in, in them being better than Mexico or them, you know, advancing, you know, past the group stages or even making it to the World Cup for that matter.
1: Yeah. And you know what I noticed? It, it, it it all started with, with the whole, you know, once just, once we started getting like the, the mini dish and all that, and, and it was able to, everyone's able to see now like champions league and all that. It became more like globalized, right?
3: Early 2000s, I, I guess. Right.
1: Yeah. Because before all the talk was like, Mexico should play in, in, um, South America, in South America, mm-hmm. and and it kind of goes with who was winning. So you had Argentina, right, and Brazil winning, and at that point, being the more dominant teams, and so that was all the talk from the pundits and like, oh, if if Mex could join that region, and with eventually they kind of did, as far as like being able to play in those tournaments, but then after like the Bosman ruling which made it so that players from the European Union no longer counted as foreigners. So it opened up all these slots and uh, they started taking more and more South Americans. Mm-hmm. Then it kind of, kind of the, the narrative switched. But like you said, like those teams that used to be more, they used to have like the homegrown, you know, they used to retain their talent, which is like how you, when you started now, it kind of switched over to Europe after that. Mm-hmm. After when when they like took all the talent. Now now Europe's winning all the all the tournaments, and all of a sudden they're the. It's like the model too, like like Mexico's kind of now looking over there and saying like that's what we need.
3: Well, it, I was thinking of what Ron was talking about a little bit ago with with uh, Mexico being you know almost at that at that, that next level the last 30 years mexico reminds me a lot of of spain and that uh for for the longest time spain couldn't get over that hump that's true right and and then at one point they, they got you know they were able to develop the right players and they put the right people in the right place and they got over that hump i think mexico at some point will get to that point or i hope so right but you know right now i was trying to break my head kind of thinking okay because uh, I kind of agree with you guys in that in that you know having the the, the domestic player you know, you know tend tends to be when when we've done our best right eight, eighty six even though it was at home uh, that night yeah, the
1: ninety eight team you know uh, well, well just a run from ninety three to 99. Oh, 93,
3: that Copa America
1: team man yeah they make they make the final
3: was uh, something else right, they right? Make-
1: They make the final of Copa America, 94, they get out of the group of death, 98, second time in a row they managed to get out of the group uh, against two strong Europeans, 99, Mm -hmm. Copa Confederaciones, Mm -hmm. and 95 was another, was was that Copa America, 95, I think?
3: Yeah, that's 95. the only that's really the only one that they did a you know th- they didn't do too well uh, they lost to the US penalties but, ni- no, but no no the, the, ni- no Copa not
1: Copa America I mean I'm sorry Copa de Oro cuz they beat Brazil Oh yeah they yeah yeah, yeah, yeah blanco and I count that as because that's I think that's the first official win over Brazil Blanc- in an official Blanc- tournament Blanco oh, okay, wasn't okay. the confederation so that was a No 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 it 99. was it was 99 too, but the first win came in '95. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, the the I know the final. I didn't get to go, man. It was raining. It was at the Seca del Norte, the de Los Angeles Coliseum. It was sold out, dude. <laughs> back then, you there was no TV. If the if the game was in your city, oh, it was it was, it was blacked out. And I and had to is- I listened to it on the radio, dude. All timey. In
0: 2001, <laughs> we went back to a Copa America final.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's what, but that's what I'm that, trying to
3: say. In '93, so '93, you, you made it to the finals. '95, you cre- you you kept the bed there. But '97, '98, you reached sem- you reached the semis, and then tw- uh, in, uh, uh, tw- in 01, you reached the final. So basically, in the first five, in the first five editions that Mexico participated in in the Copa America, they they reached they reached at least the semifinals four out of the five uh, times. Yeah. So, well, so, we can also add Ugo's team back in what was it, 07? Uh, no, that was 90. That was uh, oh, yeah, 07, 07. 07 um, yeah. yep, so yeah, that was 07. And but, that was only only two or three European uh, based players, most of them were domestic league, right? Or, yep, but most of them were uh, most of them were domestic. Uh, but but that was that, that was, the, the team with Ugo that was really the first squad. That started to have more players, you know, going to year because you had Salcido, Massa, Rodriguez, you had Rafa Marquez,
0: Eric Castillo, uh,
3: Guardado, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Guardado, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But, you, but, but
1: uh, Wait, I, I just want to mention a fun fact of that Copa America with Hugo. It's the one with Mexico the most goals in that tournament. Yep. Majority coming over Paraguay. And it was led by Tata.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's
1: right. What was that?
3: Five zero? Yeah, it was yeah. I, I, I think, uh, yeah. Within the first five minutes, uh Net, Netty got some, some Paraguayan guy to to get red carded and it was all downhill for Paraguay from that point. Yeah. And, and and what's the name uh, Pumas player it was Verón got like his his his, his uh didn't he? He got like injured yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was yeah. that one. <laughs> Yeah, that was that that year. But this this was the where I was going to go with uh, the, the the domestic league players with Mexico. At this point, when I'm when I when I try to break my head thinking about this, I'm trying to think of which 26. If it, if we did a full domestic league this World Cup, right? Uh, squad, would we have the 26 players in the from the Mexican league to be able to 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 to, uh, to, to field the team? I, I I don't see it right now.
0: You don't see us producing a uh, League MX no, team?
3: I, not not at this moment. No. No, I think I think we've fallen behind a little bit in production of players. Although America, yeah, oh yeah. America, America has done a pretty decent job of producing yeah. players. Pachuca. Pachuca. But I
1: mean Atlas should be with the group or or They should be. They should be. The production should be improving soon. But yeah, historically they've had, they, um, you've had like kind of jump around, like you had Pumas, uh then you had Atlas, and you had Chivas, and you had Pachuca then America. It's kind of always, America's kind of always been there, but they just don't get credit. But
4: <laughs> for some reason they don't get credit.
1: <laughs> here's here's a- But thinking about it, they've been producing talent for a long time. I uh, hate to say this as a Chiyarbano, but way more than Chivas. For no This is this Ouch. this is something to think about. This is something
3: to think about. And it's actually pretty pretty depressing. Liga MX has lost value. Not only you know its own players have you know uh, don't see the league, you know the way players from the yesteryears you know see you know saw their league. And you're seeing that with South Americans, uh, players now opting rather than wanting to play from in Liga MX, wanting to go to MLS. And here's and this is and this is one of the reasons why. Uh, for, you know, you can you can talk about safety, you can talk about you know that type of stuff. But when when Mexico was playing, when the Liga MX was playing in Copa Sudamericana, and they were playing in, in Copa Libertadores, the South American player, you know what? They they had the best of both worlds. They they were playing in a competitive league that paid a lot better than what they were seeing back home. Yeah. But they were also being able to participate in Copa Libertadores and Copa Sudamericana, knowing that even if they don't get the opportunity to play in Europe, you know what? They're still playing in a better league yeah. and they're making a lot of money. Okay. So so now so now if your only option, if you're only you know, if, if the only option you're providing is is, is 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 the League's Cup or the whatever and in the CONCACAF well, you know what? I might as well just go to Seattle. I might as well just go to you know, Cincinnati. Yeah, especially uh, you know, with the with – the, with Wait, the, with wait, wait. Cincinnati. Nobody is. really says Cincinnati, Ron. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. No, but, 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 but what I'm saying is it's it's like, you know, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty pathetic that you're having players that normally would have wanted to stay in League MX and say, you know what? i will rather go to MLS. Even though they're going to make a little bit, you know, a little less, you know, they're not going to make as much. But but there's other there's other things. It's like, well, you know what, Liga A- A- MX, Liga MX is not is not um, offering you know the the the, the Bowl tournaments anymore. Oh well, well you that's and, and, and that's 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 on uh, on the league for uh, for not advertising the way advertising the league the way that it, that they should. Whether it's having these teams participate in those competitions, right? I mean the the the, the uh, Liga MX is one of the most competitive leagues in 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 the world, now, I'm not saying it's the best league in the world, but it's competitive. Anybody it is, it can is. win that cha- anybody mm-hmm. can win that championship any any season, then yep. you know, i I get that. I get that. but the thing is they're 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 not thinking ahead. no, they're not they're, they're really aren't, they they really aren't they really aren't and uh, and I think that that's gonna that's gonna cost them dearly
1: well they're they're too divided. They're too divided, and then they went, once, you know, and by they, I mean, the club presidents that make up the FMF, they can't agree, and then you have all these interests getting in the way of like, who wants what. But I, I do think once they voted for that whole expansion of foreigners, I think that's when we started seeing a decline.
3: Well, you have, uh, that's, I think that's one and, one of the-, the, the uh... Yeah,
1: yeah, because Ron, I, like going back to like some of these teams, like uh, like the Necaxa team with uh, La Puente, mm-hmm. the and I, I'm not going I, I'm not gonna go further back. Just kind of more recent, the Toluca and Toros Neza, man, those teams were something else. And I haven't seen in recent time teams like they're played at that level. Well, I'll just maybe I Amer- the first uh, America with uh, um. Been hackers' first run, but to keep it keep in mind, it was easier to
3: keep it was easier to keep teams little longer back then because you had the longer season, as opposed to like in ninety after the ninety six, that's when you started to have the short seasons. So, so that that did play a role into into teams not being able to to, to build a cohesive team for, yeah, for you know, longer consistent. periods of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But 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 again the my my beef and my concern is that one the players the Mexican players are not putting the same value uh with Liga and Mexico because when you have people when you have players like Pulido and Chofis and Dam <laughs> going going to going to MLS like it's some sort of a step up, that that puts the league in a bad light. You know. It, it it really
0: does, yeah. I just it's true. And I think another thing too with the mindset of a young, talented Mexican player now they're starting to see Lea Meeks as a stepping stone to a greater league, like you know, going to Europe. The mindset's not the same anymore. I used to be an honor to play for Chivas America. Now it's
3: like, oh, you, the, you had you had many you had many South American players say that when they would go to Mexico that, you know, when they, you know, back in their home, like, you know, I, I forget that you're a Hawaiian player, but you know, you know, that, that his generation, their, their dream, that their dream wasn't to play for Peñarol or Nacional. It was to play for, for, you know, for, you know, La Juve or, or something like that. Whereas in Mexico, the team and you may, you know, some people may look at that as, you know, not being as, you know, not being a, 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 a ambitious, but there's a reason why that player in South, in, in Uruguay, whatever, wanted to play in Juve because he knows that he wasn't going to be able to make a good living playing in, in a league like Uruguay where the population is 3 million. There's only so much, you know, yeah. uh, that that league is is, is 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 basically handicapped by the size of their population. So, so there's just I don't know. Like I said, the, the league is going in. Personally, I think is is going in the wrong direction, because you know that the direction that they chose in terms of building, you know, building a stronger, you know, North American league, you know, and having stronger presence with MLS and stuff like that. I would I would be in favor of that to a certain degree, under the condition that they retain their best players. That's the only really, way. Really it's quick,
1: work. really quick. why. Yeah. Aren't the majority of the games played in one stadium at the Centenario?
3: No, they do have really small stadiums. But you know, uh, I know, I know that Nacional or uh, has their they they have their own stadium. Peñarol has their own stadium.
1: Um, I need to but, check. Though, I'm pretty sure they were playing like all these games. They would play a good chunk of them. No, in they, that they one they, stadium.
3: They, no, they they have a couple stadiums. Keep in mind, dude. Those these these were clubs back in you know the, the you know. Over hundred and twenty years old and stuff like that. They were from the neighborhoods. So they have like really small stadiums, you know, fifty five thousand, ten thousand people, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, boys, it's been a pleasure. Um listening to you guys talk. It's, it's been a while since we had you on. Welcome. Um World Cup kicks off in four days. Excited. I think like it still hasn't hit hit us yet. Doesn't feel like a World Cup no,
3: it doesn't it
0: doesn't it's in the, it's in the winter time. it's a little bit different um but i'm I'm looking forward to it I think like once we 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 have that opening game, I think we're all gonna catch that fever and we're all gonna be suffering for for those three mexico matches <laughs> um but I have a little bit more optimism. I think that Mexico will get out of the group, uh, but it's not gonna be the way we liked, and it's not gonna be the way we expected. It's gonna be one of those uh one of those wild roller coaster rides. Uh,
3: honestly, uh, let's just put it to you this way. I wouldn't be upset if they go three now. I just, I'm not, I'm not wishing for it. I'm not hoping for it. <laughs> but I wouldn't be upset. I, I, I wouldn't be upset. And I'll tell you why. Uh, in, 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 in twenty, in two thousand, two thousand one. When Mexico was basically going in a downward spiral, mm-hmm. they were, you know, they were with Enrique Mesa. Nothing was going right for, uh, for the, the, you know, the national teams. All three of them, you know, failed to qualify. You know that, you know, heads rolled, and as a result, you started. They started, you know, they they were forced to to adapt, and they were forced to basically, you know, start paying attention to the youth and that within a couple of years started to you know to, to bear you know fruit um and stuff like that and you know and i i i, I think that i think I, I think you know right now if, if 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 the national team or the federation if they just keep doing what they're doing and the league keeps doing what they're doing there isn't there isn't that catalyst for 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 change for the better you know and and i don't even think that them missing the world cup or I'm sorry not the world cup the uh, the olympics i don't even think that the, other than firing you know what's his name uh, torrado and stuff like that I, I i don't i don't really see any 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 structural changes to to fix the the, the league and the national team for the better yeah i don't know when... maybe 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 it maybe it would take a you know a disastrous world cup them to 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 make the changes that they need to make
0: i guess the problem is like why would you need to make changes if we're already qualified for the next one
3: <laughs> well, no that's good but that's going to be if 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 in 2026 if they have a a, a pathetic showing i can guarantee you that the 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 the, fed, the 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 directors they'll never be able to step foot in mexico again oh 100 percent yeah. They they'll, they'll never they'll never be able to live comfortable lives in Mexico. They're they're going to have to live abroad. I, that, that's probably I mean it sucks to say, but I mean, I mean Jesus, I mean, the, the 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 guys that you know that you know screwed up the uh, you know screwed up what do you call it the you know, the ninety World Cup, you know Rafael Del Castillo and all those guys. I mean they had to leave Mexico for a while. I mean eventually they came back, but those people were persona non you know they were not oh, what is it the persona non grata.
0: Yeah. Silver lining with having the second oldest team in the world cup and having two players that will be participating in their fifth world cup is next world cup. Half of this team, majority of this team will not be there. And I think that's one thing that I can, I can find comfort in and be okay with. (laughs) Um, I have one last question for you guys before we sign off. And this one is, uh, it's going to happen. So I, I might as well just ask it. How many free kicks before we hear the puto chant?
1: <laughs> we already heard it against Sweden. <laughs> well, I mean, like,
0: I'm talking about opening match against Poland. Like, first free kick of the match. Like, how many free kicks until we, we hear that chant?
3: Do you really think the Qatari officials are going to stop the game for that? <laughs> they, yeah, it, do you, do you, but you really think knowing, knowing what you know about their stance on that, do you really think they they're, they're going to stop it? And he's like, oh yeah, we got to stop the game because of this. You're going to see the Qatari royalty jumping in on that chant, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, they won't. They won't put the sponsors at the especially U.S. based sponsors. Do, that's, that's where. Do, it it do you remember Brazil?
3: And, you know, how the Brazilians started to join in on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, they enjoyed it so much that, you know, because uh, when Mexico was doing it to their goalkeeper, they started doing it to Ochoa, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so right. I remember that very well. I'm going to go fourth, uh, fourth kick, man.
0: <laughs> fourth kick. Wow, Number man. Four. That, you're very optimistic. <laughs> Depending on, one. I think it's gonna be the
3: first one, bro. They're they're not they're not allowing the drinking, man. That's a, that's the thing. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that,
1: that's why they have nothing else.
0: The <laughs> pura rabia, right? <laughs> I think it's just like the way Tata's team has been playing and the frustration and like not knowing, you know, having nerves and stuff. I think the fans are gonna <laughs> the first opportunity they get, bro. They're gonna tell the the, the goalie how they feel. Um, it's obviously still going on. And, uh, Argentina had a chant the other day that was pretty, pretty racial, pretty racist. And like, no one bats an eye. Very homophobic. That one was like, actually like, you know, that that one, they went in depth on that one. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yo, but FIFA turns a blind eye for that. So what I will say is like, uh, these matches that I covered over the last couple of years, you know, with the nation's league and the gold cup, um the referee did pause the game and and did issue the warning to the fans like so like fifa i think will be mindful of, of what happens in the world cup there's a lot of eyeballs on there but we'll see what happens
1: they did make an announcement so during the the sweden game they did announce in like in the loudspeaker
0: yeah what a crazy like thing were to happen if we end up like winning the group and then they disqualify us for the (laughs) chat. I could see that happening. Um, any closing thoughts you guys have before we wrap up this episode?
3: Yeah. I was actually thinking about it the other day. Uh, this is what 20 years since, you know, basically the 20, uh, the one in Japan, Korea, uh, are are we going to have those, uh, Remember, you know, uh, remember those messenger uh, chat rooms we we used to. Uh, this hello? is it.
1: This is What's, it right here. This is it. That's it. This this is it. This is the the live space. Oh, the would, new, would you guys hop on new, like
0: MSN Messenger or something?
1: Yeah, we yeah. You you hop-
0: could
3: create groups. Oh. Yeah, you could make your own chat rooms. Yeah, we used to. You know, that's that was what we used to do back in the.
1: Like those were late, really late games, man. It was like two in the morning, three.
3: Yeah. Oh,
0: thanks for bringing that up, Ron. Um, for the listeners that will be listening to this podcast, uh definitely join us on Twitter Spaces. We'll we'll probably have them after the matches. And we do have a Discord as well. Um, so I'll make sure to like it's in it's in our um all links. So. Am I allowed to go to
3: that? Yeah, of course. <laughs> we can discuss it in the us chat, Ron. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh elba what you got for us man any closing thoughts
3: yeah closing so i'm gonna go with uh my predictions uh for mexico and 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 for who wins the world cup and uh so mexico i think is not going to make it out of the group stage just because there's a lot of uh lack of pol right we can't put the ball in the net that well unless it's iraq and Iraq's not in the world cup we're missing we miss a lot of shots or don't take them right so um mm. At least our strikers don't. But uh, yeah, I, I just I, I, I don't I don't see it, and I think also that has been mismanaging some, uh, you know, a little bit of personality stuff. And uh, I just I just don't see it. Um, and there we go. I'm well, doing dishes again. <laughs> Well. but yeah no and uh, uh prediction for who wins the world cup i'm gonna go with brazil it's been it's been 20 years since they've won it uh since they've won it and uh they got oh i guess this per- uh, particular uh, team seems to be a little more solid on each line than 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 some past ones so uh mexico doesn't make it out of the group stage and brazil wins it
0: wow what well, what's your closing thought? Or is he on dish duty? He's on dish duty. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm optimistic. I think Mexico will get out of the group stage. We'll see what happens in the next round. But uh want to thank everyone for hopping on. And again, like once this kicks off on Sunday, we'll be wait, here. Wait,
1: wait, I'm out of dish duty. Let's hear it, <laughs> guys. Did you guys, talk, uh, mm-hmm. did you guys want to talk Liga MX for a minute? What? want to talk Liga MX for a minute for closing thoughts? No, <laughs> it's it's not even being played right now. Um, we're doing uh, just on Mexico the closing thoughts.
0: No, just any anything you have to end the episode with.
1: Oh. Yeah, I'm a goal favorite to uh, Argentina is my favorite with Messi. I think this is going to be his World Cup. Um, for Max, I could really see it. like a coin toss, man, it could go either way. Say, so I agree with Colasso about the goals aren't there, uh, but there is the players with the talent. You, you could have a Vega, you know, you could have an exceptional tournament. So I could see Mexico either going 3-0 or or actually making that quinto partido.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be one extreme or the other. We, we we break the streak this year. It's either gonna go really either, bad. Either
4: streak. Or, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: It's either gonna be really good or really bad, but the streak breaks this year. That's that's my prediction. And with that, gentlemen. We'll call it a night. Thank you guys so much for hopping on. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. And uh, next time we talk, it'll be the World Cup. Let's go.